Hang on. Uh, here we go. One more time. We live in the only timeline when Post Malone is not a line cook. Okay. <laughs> yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Feast the pod. We are here. It's cold outside. We're at Arcade Legacy. I think this is uh, Action Hank's, like, pretty much has last hurrah here, right? Yeah, Until, most likely. I mean, not forever. Like, you're, no. not, you're just going to go to Arizona for a while. But I, I want to talk to him about the uh, um, his New York trip. Uh, I, I would call it... Um, Big Apple 3 a.m. starring Action Hank. I was definitely awake at Big Apple 3 a.m. for most of it, for sure. And you wake up at like Big Apple 7 a.m. because of the, so no, you know, everybody who lives there is probably used to it. But there's a lot of construction in New York City if you didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And so right by my hotel in Brooklyn, like every morning, no, like without fail, at about seven o'clock, I would just hear jackhammers, and I'm like, I'm up. It doesn't matter now. It's like, Goldberg just yeah. slamming it. Yeah. <laughs> I got, yeah. I got pretty much woken up by construction. Damn, really? Consistent. Yeah, but it eventually formed a like cohesive sleep pattern for me to follow. By by like day four, I was adjusted to it and I, it was fine. Adam, so. you were getting used to the big city, weren't you? I yeah, man, I was. <laughs> That's I really cool. was enjoying. I mean, uh, I've I've been to other large scale cities like that, yeah. like Chicago, a couple times. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. For sure. But I would, uh, you know, my closest example would be London because very similar like ways of getting yeah, around, like that. using the subway. It's very walkable. That, like, so this was your first time in New York? Yeah, this was my okay. My it was my second official time because the first time I was invited uh, by Sketch on East Coast Throwdown last year to just come stay with him because I was going to the tournament and he happened to have Nakanishi at his apartment. So oh, yeah, that, I'm not going right. to pass that up. And yeah, yeah no, so sick. I just came through and I really just spent like not even a full day. And, and this time I spent about like six. Oh, yeah, that was ECT last year. Yeah, yep, yep, right. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, so yes. And you commentated been... that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. No, but... I, I spent about six full days. But this in, time, in the city. yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of revolving around Sketch's wedding, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The reason I was there was for Alex's wedding. Congratulations. Shout Alex out to David. Sketch, man. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. It was a great time. The wedding was awesome. Like, it was, it was so fucking cool. Like, yeah, it was, I mean, it, it you couldn't see like two different kinds of people on each side, Whoa. like compared from like Alex and his yeah. fiance. Yeah. But then like the wedding, like we all just got together and it was fine. Like Sick. the nerds had their space. We played Vampire Savior at some point. At the reception. Hell yeah. That, so that was Saturday. I guess if you want to rewind, like, I land, and yeah. the first thing I do that night is I go to Red Perry Arcade. I meet okay. up. I met up with NB, who got yeah, me yeah. the connection to Red Perry. It's just a hole in the walls. I won't name the location, but, I mean, not not any is knock it on it. a secret location? It is. It's, it's, oh. kind, it's kind of like It's a, not anyone we know's, like, house or anything, right? No, no. It's okay. nobody we know's house, but it is. An, it, it could qualify as a house. And it's it's kind cool. of reminded me of like the Mr. Blasty days of Columbus oh, yeah, in that yeah. same way. Sure, sure, sure. And it's it's yeah, it's uh you know I won't I won't give away no, the location, fine, fine, but we got some good Dominican food nearby. Uh, myself and NB, who was a great host. I'm sure. And, yeah. Shout out to NB. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out to NB for just showing me the ropes as soon as I got there, but. Yeah, uh, we just played. It treated well, right? Played some VSAV, played some X Men versus Street Fighter. Some people were playing Bloody Roar in the background as well at that point. Which one? Uh, the one with Kronos, the penguin demon <laughs> dude, the GameCube one. Whatever okay. the one. Is that three? I I think it's four. I think three was on okay. PlayStation. I don't remember. Either. I'm sorry, it's Bloody a, Roar fans. It's I, right. I, same, same. I only have played. I don't know the Bloody Lore. Yeah, it's okay. You know? It's okay. Um, don't cry your bloody tears. It'll be all that right. Was, that was my first night there. Um, I think the next night, it would have either been the time that Zach got in, 
pretty sure, yeah, Aileris gets in, and we both walk to, from my hotel, which is about a 40-minute walk, mm. uh, we walk to Next Level. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So, nice. And... <laughs> Shout out to Henry Sin. Uh, I saw some. I won't. I won't. I won't again blow up any spots here. But yeah, no. We, you know, we saw some. We, there's all kinds of activity that just happens I hope at Red so. Perry Arcade. I, I would. Right. I would fucking hope so. It's it's all fun there. Though. If there's any activity at this arcade, there should be activity there. Yeah, all yeah, right? for sure. It's that same vibe. It's really cool though. Yeah, that whole cats and a red roof in. But go ahead. That whole neighborhood. I was so I was in Brooklyn. I was in the neighborhood called Park Slope. Is okay. where which Martin. Uh, Apollo, shout out to Apollo, said mm. where lesbians go to retire. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, or right. have a baby. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was a pretty affluent, like, Brooklyn, you know, they got, like, the Brooklyn brownstones from, like, living single in it and stuff like that. Okay. Like, okay. those style apartments. But those things go for, like, $3 million, oh, fuck yeah, like, they mortgages. Do. Now? Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, it was a really, you know, my hotel visit, it, it wasn't cheap, but I had planned on that. So yeah. it was, you know. Isn't a good spot overall. Pretty close to the metro. You might as well enjoy it, man. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I made sure just to walk and find food the whole time. That was that was my other like yeah. reason for being there. It's just, just to eat. You're not going to rallies like no. shit. You can get here. You no, know? man. I, I you go out and enjoy it. Yeah, Sketch gave me obviously like a lot of wrecks. Um, the gourmet tour. My final night there, I hung out with Martin and Duke. Uh, hard, you know, Apollo and Hardbread, and Martin took me to this Korean fried chicken place that was nice. pretty, and the East Village that was pretty good. Nice. And we just hung around the east village uh but i walked through okay fun fun anecdote walked through manhattan with martin yeah. uh and we lit up a jeter which you're aware of what those are oh yeah that's it dude that and shit we're just walking down the street whole another level you know he's off work and he's just trying to unwind and get his you know figure oh, out where we're going to eat he was yeah he was Derek jeter so we walk we're walking he's le- i'm you know i'm completely like a hostage to his directions because i don't know where the fuck yeah, i am yeah, yeah i'm in manhattan you are like, ohio man I'm, yeah i'm ohio man <laughs> <laughs> you are. You don't. Where's know the where Kroger's? You're... Yeah. <laughs> no. I need my fuel points. You ain't driving, dude. You have no idea where you're going. Yeah. So I'm just following right, his right, lead, right. and and we're walking, and we hit this intersection, and there are police. He was like, "Hey, the police presence and just the general traffic right now, this whole week is going to be fucked up because it is UNGA, which is UN General Assembly." <laughs> That's too stupid. Like that. I can't. That's just perfect. He's like, it's, it's unga. I'm like, it is really unga right now unga. outside. And yo, I witnessed, I witnessed this like man getting out of his taxi, yelling at the NYPD, and I they're like, so. get the fuck back in your car, get the fuck back. And and he like, they have this whole heated argument, and finally, when they like come to a head, he's just like, thank you for your service, and he just walks <laughs> back in his taxi and like gets back in traffic. Perfect, picture perfect, right? So, yeah, that yeah. I mean, I definitely got some like good snapshots of just every day it was it was great i i am so like happy i did that it was tons of fun uh yeah but martin and i continue the anecdote martin and i were walking down the street Mm. we hit an intersection and the police have roped it completely off Mm. they have gates and everything we cannot cross they will not let anybody cross any direction of the the corn like fuck off you, you go the other way yeah so i was like we, we were waiting and we were just seeing if like eh, maybe they'll open it up in like the next you know couple minutes why not yeah no. sure 
we ended up finding out that we were most likely probably waiting for Joe Biden's motorcade oh, to like no, drive through the shit city. Up here one day too. Yeah, downtown. like I remember. you know, yep. it's it just the one worst. of the. It was it was like yeah, you can't. They roll. Crossing. It was a deep roll of like oh, yeah. SUVs, motorcycle, cot, like every like Terminator Two. Yeah, drones, man. Like, yes, <laughs> it was. Yeah, all stops pulled out, and yeah. I was like, I that's obviously somebody pretty important. Like yeah. if they got that much. Yep. And people were Martin and I are like clearly like we smell like it and we're just like completely oh, yeah. gone and people are coming President up like cavalcades coming come, through so martin even told me he's like <laughs> i have this unfortunate thing where i kind of look like an undercover cop sometimes and people just come up and like ask me for help when like just because i'm so tall and I, I i like i can see it like he looks and he said his dad was like NYPD at some point. Really? So, yeah, okay. Like, so, all right, he was nice. telling me all about that, man. It was it was really good. Martin gave me a whole like nice like walk and talk with, yeah. about his life, man. And yeah. while we were just finding things to do. And, yeah. But yeah, people come up to him all the time. Like, do, do you know where they like, motherfucker? I'm just, yeah. I'm just living. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want. I had. I did the whole just put headphones in and just focus on your goal thing the whole time that's, I was there. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard you're supposed to do. I set locations you know? and expectations and I moved to them. Yeah, yeah oh, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I, and that that's it. Like, anybody that tried to, like, stop me for any reason, like, nope. 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 Not, I don't need any I got weed shit to right do today. Now. I got a jeter. I got shit to do. Yeah. 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 Dispensaries in New York, kind of a still gray area so. are they really dispensaries yeah. or do you just we, walk in i and just kinda get followed stuff? martin into a thing that had a green oh, red cross on it that's that's that's, that's you what know, you're supposed to the swedish yeah. flag but green yeah, and cool. they had jeters and i was like oh good wow so nice um you did you did some uh some, did you some uh, tourism stuff some yes. some museums yeah yeah I did yep. I I went to the Brooklyn Museum uh which was really fun it was pay what you want to enter so oh it's like uh, pretty cool yeah yeah I, I it's paid, like band camp I paid fifteen bucks Hell I was yeah. like I feel nice. like that's I mean probably could have paid more honestly no, at, I mean, at the end I of it I was like, like I could have paid more I feel like that's that's um, good but yeah it was like five floors and there was some oh, wow. you know like abstract art and some it was just various you know. Different exhibits of different things, some some antiques of various like collections. Like history shit, up the yeah, contemporary, yeah, yeah. Like just all kinds of stuff. There was a whole yeah. room of just like historical artifacts and items, like but even like as early as like the 1900s type things, you right. know. But just silverware and desks and yeah. lamps and all that. It's just just seeing a different time, you know, that cool stuff and lots of art, obviously. But um, and then there was like. There was a fashion exhibit on the bottom floor. Okay. Um, and it was just various, like, African styles of fashion. Sure, sure. But, like, modernized some. It was pretty cool, actually. Cool. Like, And I was glad I saved that for last. Because nice. it, was, it was probably the one that, like, just left the most lasting impression of the museum. Just very interesting, like, just overall yeah, yeah, yeah. regional Which... fashions of Africa. But, like, very crazily, like, nice. mo- you know, abstract art mi- mixed with just, you know cool stuff like cool, cool cool yeah highly recommend the brooklyn museum there was also an arboretum like flower garden area that i just went and walked around yep. i had walked up the area like 20 or 30 minutes and just was like because that's how far the museum was and i was like i'll just do this yeah too. sure like, it's, add me- it's meant for day, that right? it's meant for yeah. that too exactly so, so i just walked around that just you know and just chilled chilled and Listen to a lot of Tribe Called Quest the entire time. <laughs> that was probably my main. I was like, I'm gonna listen. Well, okay, I listened to a lot of Aesop Rock, Tribe okay, Called Quest, that's perfect LP, but just specifically LP. Yeah, no yeah, run yeah. the jewels, just LP. New York shit. Yeah, all, all New York shit. I yeah. do. I like to do that when I'm on vacations. I like I, to listen to artists from the area. I, 
and just I think that's super, fill my head with that perspective. Yep, I think that's you know? super fucking cool. I, my first time in like Chicago, I listened to Vakil and the Moment, which is uh, Chicago, okay. and that's like that's all I listened to the whole time. So I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta soak this up. But yeah, no, I, I like yeah, doing stuff like that. Compy put on like Freddie Gibbs and stuff like that when we get to Chicago every time. You know, it's it's guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, it's just Gary, Indiana. Yeah, right when we're crossing yeah, right, that border, right exactly. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. But no, no, no. I, I, I like that. Like, uh, you know, putting on uh, New York shit, in New York. That's, that's, it's a vibe. And people say, I've never been to, West, I've been to West Coast, but I'm in the Seattle. I've Seattle. never been to California. Yeah. So people say, you know, you go out there and you, you know, you bump, you bump what's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's absolutely. It, there's a vibe to it. There's a reason this shit was made where, you know, where, where it was, it was made. made. Exactly. It was, it's timeless that way. Hundred uh, percent. But yeah. no, that's cool. That's cool. And then the cold vein is, is like uh, the, the winter. The New cold York chamber. <laughs> The cold chamber, that's a Midwestern thing. That's not a New York thing, okay? No, it's not. Yeah. Um, I want to say, was it, f- yeah, the Friday night before Alex's wedding was where we all, we ended up at Next Level, and that's where, like, Bond Clyde, like, Darren, he showed up. Yeah. Um, it was Zach and I walked to Next Level, and then, I don't know, we just got some pizza and then hung out and played Vampire Savior for the evening. That's where I got some of my interviews oh, done. Oh, man, I miss him, so. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, it was great. We saw, you know, everybody. D-Bus, Keychain, Groove Diva brought his uh, DJ so cool. decks and DJ yes. for us. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. Did a little yeah. drum and bass set, which yeah. was a lot of fun. It was honestly just a nice little, like, chill Friday evening vibe. That's like, really awesome. The whole time, like... It, it was this interesting thing like you're New York City and I'm sure a, a lot of New Yorkers probably feel this way when you have like a network of friends like that mm-hmm. you don't feel so alone and alienated like, like getting swallowed big, swallowed yeah, whole by the city you don't feel like you're getting overwhelmed yeah, by yeah, the yeah. just you're you, getting, you feel like brunched by the city you're on your mission to go do your shit cuz yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. shit and those are your friends and you just I don't know. It's uh, definitely a f- you just feel it the whole time you're there. I definitely also when I get there feel like I am uh, I and this might just be my travel <laughs> self in general. I just get like a lot of energy and like yeah. so- somewhat anxiety but mostly just energy from like yeah. I can't sleep. I can't I just want to keep going and doing like experiencing and doing things cuz it, it's truly the city that never sleeps. I mean yeah. I've tested cities you know? that say they don't sleep, and they fucking sleep. Yeah. Okay. They sleep. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I was in my my phase of not sleeping, they exactly yeah. every city slept. <laughs> Miamisburg and like West Carrollton, Ohio, they go to bed. <laughs> you know. Even the red roof sleeps at yeah. some point. Right. Yeah. It has or passes out ODs. I don't know something, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You just you're you're there. You're you know you're not typically there. This is a vacation of sorts. Right, but you're exactly. also hanging out with your friends, your friends that you've known for a while, and you're you're up there to have a good time. And there's always something to do because it's yeah. just fucking massive yeah, compared yeah. to our, our our area. There's you know what always, I mean? There's always there's just constantly people around. Like, this and shit things shuts. Happening, this shit man. shuts down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cincinnati, Dayton, shuts down. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like that bodega right next door to my hotel. Never. It was 24 hours, and it's just so like, I don't know. It's just it's a whole no, it's, different energy and vibe but it's sure. fun it's it's worth visit if even if you can't oh i've always even if you go, don't yeah. feel like yeah you can no, like, i've always wanted to go i like, can totally sure. i can't live there i i could never no. live there it's a it's like another realm it's it's never it's nether realm versus earth realm for that's me that'd be kind of fun if i gotta afford it but it, it, it it'd yes, be kind of fun too yeah I think it'd be obviously fun. It'd be but, fun, but it is it it would be a fun experience for a couple too, of years man. but i can't imagine people that have grown up like that's crazy to me that people are there that have just lived their that's whole awesome. life like it is it is it's really cool. but that's what people say about people from ohio too i can't believe <laughs> that they are from there and live every day there and yes you are right it's called I, stockholm syndrome dude, look it up man 
That's very true. It's called stock. I think that's a Muse song. <laughs> Is it really? I think so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah, dude. I mean, please. Yeah. If you ever get the funds to just spend yeah, no, a couple sure. days, like yeah. it's. The, you know, you can't go wrong with any food you'll encounter there oh, pretty man. much. Everything's like, just just take everybody that we know in our friend circles has a yeah. good suggestion to give you for sure. For sure. So just follow their lead. I did. That's, I, I just asked people where to go, what to do, to, took their advice and went there. And uh, yeah, and just met a lot. Alex's wedding, met a lot of people. That's Somebody awesome. flew all the way out from Australia. I mean, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, you know, right? Yeah, he's got the... He's a fucking world traveler, Yeah, man, man like, it's crazy. The like, world heroes. And his... The Voice food cracked. that was served at his wedding was immaculate. It was barbecue. <laughs> Sick. It was really good. Nice. Um, the DJ spun all the good early 90s dance hits. I'm pretty sure they came out. Their first dance, like, initial, this is the couple <laughs> dance was to be my lover. <laughs> so, I was like, That's yes. Good. Yes. So I got, you know, it was great. Like, I got to meet this guy from Canada who was one of the groomsmen for... I'm, oh, I forget his name now, okay. but also open bar. So that, Shit. you know, hey, you know, yeah, that's of course. So, but I mean, everybody there was just, you, you could just see like sketches, fighting game yeah. family that yeah, he yeah, had yeah. grown. Like, these are all people that he's just met along his journey Individually of life. throughout the world, man. And, and yeah, yeah, like, and people came up like, oh, are you the Ohio guys? Like, <laughs> me oh, and Zach. I can tell that family's from Ohio. <laughs> Look at all the camouflage they're wearing. Uh, it was so the ohio crew would have been me zach yeah yeah, darren you know uh, avi avi jacob and clint was there as well yeah i didn't didn't know that yeah like the columbus the columbus crew the The columbus crew man (laughs) yeah definitely yeah during that era when he lived there exactly yeah exactly so they and uh, avi i believe brought his girlfriend and uh uh so martin was oh that's fucking awesome martin was there in attendance he brought his wife um and then his groomsmen were like do you know helgen x i do i i I, am familiar but i don't think i've ever met him helgen x um i'm so sorry i'm forgetting this uh it starts with an s is it saws or something like that he's from mm. he's from bensonhurst brooklyn and okay. yeah he's got like the coffee talk oh, accent shit. Cool, the cool, big cool. time i mean he's he's italian as fuck all uh, right all right yeah oh i forget his stars stars that's his name i don't know if you met stars okay, okay. I, don't know. I don't know um and then duke obviously yeah. Nice. yeah and then there and then the the gentleman i mentioned from canada was a groomsman oh, as right, well all right, all right they were all signified by um these uh gray tuxedo like vest all right outfits. all right i was yeah. wondering what the suit yeah. would be or whatever and, oh yeah like shout outs to alex man that dude like he did his vows and he was just like i wrote them down but i'm just gonna he's like screw it i'm just gonna go off the top here like oh, I, I like that and he said some of the most beautiful and oh. like i mean dude i almost cr- like i was like oh shit because like, that shit was from the heart yeah man it really was he had he like had the idea he, of what he wanted to he say said, but he said it like deep deep down yeah i mean i'm not gonna quote him because i'll do him injustice but he literally like almost made everybody in the audience yeah. was like holy <laughs> shit <laughs> was like it's not real, expecting that's, it. That's man. real shit, man. And yeah, and I was like, I told him after like, I was like, was, dude, that was amazing. I never thought you had that in you. <laughs> like, yeah, man. No, when so. he, when me and him did the podcast, uh, it made me feel like, like Jesus, I miss you real bad right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, God damn, you're a good fucking person. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, we connected for a reason. But yeah, no, that's yeah, I mean, awesome. the whole reason I'm there, right? Yeah, ab- like, absolutely. So, yep. You know, his his presence gave me the excuse to go there and have that good experience. That's, so I mean, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, you know? and you're you know 
you're not gonna you're not gonna do it anywhere else, right? Right. You're gonna do it where where he's from. So. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I like that again. Like the fighting community. I wish online didn't like kind of seep in with this poison of killing locals in a way. You know, I mean, no, it's true. It's true. There was this whole it's time just, it's period. It's just expensive where, to come out to stuff too. And, man. and where online was just not good enough to to satisfy you that you had to go out to think, you had to travel, you you had. But then that like by proxy helped you meet new people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And now I, I tell like my family like there's a good chance in most states I know someone that if in a jam I could be like. Yo, yeah, dude, yeah. could I, like, crash on your couch yeah. for, like, a day? Like, literally. Like, there's so many people I know that could, because I, the you feeling's know, mutual. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. ever. You know, when, when, when. Anybody want to roll through Arizona, like, hit me up. Right. <laughs> like, you and, I think we talked about stuff like this before, me and you, like, but, like, we, you sit back and think about, like, all the people you've met through this shit. And it's, it's just kind of crazy. It's just, like, this would have, ne- our worlds would have never Power Man 5000 if it wasn't for this shit. You know what I mean? It just would have never happened because we're from, yeah, we're, we're from, we're from different, just, yeah, everything, worlds, backgrounds, completely different worlds. And it's just awesome. Like, it's just so fucking cool. Yeah. I, I think that's just, Absolutely. You meet a lot of people that are similar incredible. but different at the same. Like everybody's got like you've got something in common so with so many out, people, man. but then there's something. Everyone kind of occupies their own little space, and but it's cool. And then they invite you to their space, and you see them in their natural little, habitat. My, my you space. know, so to yep. speak. <laughs> that's their Shout out habitat. to Tom. Yeah. Yep. No, uh, that, no, that's that. That's the best feeling, man. Like, um, yeah, like you, you know, making friends and traveling and meeting everyone and. Yeah, I guess yeah. like I guess you know, there comes the thing with you know you have these all these online like you tournaments know, and stuff and I that's mean, cool, but like you em- know, I wouldn't say embarrassed to admit, but like college me really enjoyed watching Anthony Bourdain shows, right? Because he was always traveling to all these different places and eating all this extravagant. I still food. like watching that. And shit. yeah, like I was always yeah. just like I want to do, I want to experience, just you know these little snippets of life at times like get a little just see something different that i'll never see again or before you know yep and that's really fun like yeah new york is just all this uh it's just crazy like it's it's insane it is literally a monument to both the biggest successes of america and the worst failures all at the same time it's like meeting the press and pressing the meat (laughs) at the the same time right you you see everything from like the most extravagant craziest coolest shit to like just some of the worst heartbreaking like absolutely and and it's like no and everybody's just there and all like so many people are just living a life uh they're living a life that's not it. To, yeah, not to be all philosophical. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. It's, 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 fine. it's fun to take in, though, at the same time. I definitely feel if there's any Marvel character I'm close to, it's the Watcher. <laughs> I just feel like I like to go and see things, but I don't want to get involved. <laughs> Watu Hank. Yeah, yeah. Watu Hank. No, that's. I, 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 I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, that. I'm regressing from the action yeah. and I'm kind of just sitting back and watching at this point. Yeah. No action. Well, you're not allowed to get involved. Yeah, right. right. You mean, can't get involved. No, but I, you, I you, can. You, but you do get involved. I try, but it's not. No, yeah. you're, st- you're still involved, man. You still go do shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you still go do stuff. So, yeah. That's, that's, that's something. Like, I don't do shit as much as I used to, but, like, I, I want that to change. You know what I mean? Like, I'll never stop, like, wanting to, like, go do that stuff because, yeah, you dude. know, like, all the people, I, like, we've met through the time, like, 
Oh, that just makes it totally fucking worth you it. You used to go do crazy new shit fuck all the time. Yeah. What's Constantly. you know? Fuck yeah. it now. Like yeah. what better time than now? You're almost forty. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nobody's keeping score at this point. Knock, so go knock, do it. knocking on red roof door. That the you know Father Time's <laughs> knocking on the red roof door. Oh man. Yeah man. Fucking um, Time Arcana. <laughs> time Killers Arcana. Oh god. Um, yeah man. Uh, no thanks. Uh, I I I just wanted to talk to you about your uh, your journey. Yeah, your dude. Trip. That was. Um, you know, hey, the New York subway is crazy. Uh, at one point, Martin and I were riding it, and somebody like either had a PA system on them, like a, a you know. Fantastic. Yeah, but then they say, this whole fucking train's about to get bombed. <laughs> and what? They, is- yeah, and I, there's, I, Martin and I, like, we hopped trains at that point. We were like, next one, so. But, I mean, nothing happened, obviously. Yeah, you would have heard about it, but still, yeah, some psycho. Dude, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, that's right? Gonna, you just roll you the dice. You billion all people in one place, yeah. and something's going to happen. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, go to, you know, if you ever want to just see, like, just the insanity of transit that is New York, go to Grand Central Station in Manhattan. That's the main, like, place to just see life in general. I had fun general. even doing that shit in Chicago. Manhattan's had, a fun it's, walk it's around. Way like, crazier New York. We went to Nintendo World. We went to Rockefeller oh, Center. Nice. We saw, you know, there was mm-hmm. a Mexican Pride Parade while I was there as well. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Just to, It was just shutting down the streets and happening. Nice. So And, yeah, shit like that just happens. Like, streets get closed down and mark, pop-ups happen and stuff just, like that. It's just a whole different it's, world from, it like, is, from Ohio. Dude. It is another world. But at the same same time you know there's there's it's fantastic though there's things about here as well that i'll miss oh, i mean sure. i mean that's the thing it's like you know shit everything's got its shit, own flavor you're, you know where wherever the fuck you're from is home whether you like it or not yeah it, it's home you, you can leave immediately that's fine but like you, <laughs> you you were born like you were born in a place yeah and like it's either you reveled in it and you were either forced to stay there or you stayed there and you figured it out, or you said, you know, at one point in your life, fuck this. And you this. know, I global warming may bring me back sometime soon because Phoenix is like 114 Whoa. in the summer. So, but Phoenix. to all, <laughs> it's every, <laughs> every time I play Keller Instinct now, yeah. I just play yep. Chief Thunder because I'm yep. like, I'm moving to Phoenix. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, but yep. yeah, any of the Vampire Crew listening, and I know some of you are. If you ever want to hit me up while I'm there with yeah, my man, own apartment, awesome. and you want to visit, please, uh, by all means, I will accommodate you and figure it out Fuck so yeah. th- now is the time honestly cool. so cool well now's the time because it's, it's about it's like Closing first, time. first cold night uh, uh first cold night here in the north um so it's time to snowbird and go to arizona right Adam? yeah okay um yeah I, I i i anytime i can travel i i'm i'm going to and i'll never want to not do that still gotta hit fucking japan gotta hit new yes, york I, I, so much I haven't, we, haven't, we haven't done you know or i haven't done so uh yeah man um but yeah cheers um yeah man <laughs> uh thanks for thanks for doing that i i just wanted i just wanted to get a little rundown with you touch base from your your uh trip your big apple 3 a.m yeah man so yeah shout out to the nyc scene and the vampire scene and just really happy to do this episode with you for absolutely sure. man all right um Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Two words for you. Have a nice weekend. Peace. Hey, everybody. Action Hank here, live from Alex's wedding. We got DMP Sketch has just tied the knot today. And if you can hear the music in the background, it's been a festive and fun time. We got the DJ playing the jams, and we're out here playing Vampire Savior at a wedding. It's a great day. 
and we'll have some more recordings for you a little bit later here today. But just checking in for a sec, giving you some some ambiance. Hope you enjoy it. We're walking back from Sketch's reception to the venue to continue gaming, and just here's New York. New York. Smelly New York right now. It is a little smelly here right now. We're walking over is a this bridge. The Gowanus Canal or whatever. I could not. Gowanus, It smells like a Gowanus right now. God of War. I think that might be where we are, but I'm not sure. Where I think I might be where. Okay, I thought you just said, I think I might be where we are right now. Yes, Oog also where Oog is right now. (laughs) Uh, Apparently carrying a very heavy monitor. We're carrying some sticks as well. Oh, this monitor hurts so much. You want two sticks trade for a monitor? No, I'll trade you one stick for a monitor. Really? Okay. Give me a second. All right. Action Hank here at Next Level Arcade in Brooklyn. We're outside talking with Groove Diva, Aileris, and Bon Clyde of the VSAP community. I'm just going to let it record, talk about whatever the hell you guys want. That's a name I haven't heard in forever. Yeah, I mean, I won't out your uh, Fightcade name, but... And there's at least seven of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah. I know I have pancakes with mustard, and then I don't remember the other ones. Waffles with ketchup, ketchup. Okay. okay. So, I have three questions to ask everybody, at least of, of the more local slash native East Coasters here. And <laughs> the, the first question is, what was your first fighting game? Or at least first fighting game memory? I'll start with you. My brother and I used to play games, and he would throw a controller at the back of my head when I was winning too much. And so that was like a fighting game, IRL. <laughs> that was probably my first, honestly. Well, which particular game? Was uh, so he, he kicked my ass in NBA Jam, and I would take his ass in Madden 94. All right, NBA Jam, Madden 94. Groove Diva, first fighting game. First fighting game memory? Yeah. Uh, definitely Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 1 on the Genesis was my first uh, fighting game that I touched, that I've t- ever touched. And it was a family, extended uh, family. Uh, they were living in my grandma's uh, house for a bit. And I was like, saw, saw uh, you know, Luke Kang do it, doing his thing and shit. All right. And that, that was it. That was, that was like the first I've ever touched in my entire life. Did Luke ask you that question, Aylers, on your podcast? Honestly. If you remember your very first fighting game? I, I, sorry, Luke, I don't remember. Uh, I played... Uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo for Super Nintendo with relatives in Guam. Okay. That was some first yeah. fighting game memories. I was doing Chun-Li Lightning Legs <laughs> on Pad. It was hard on Pad. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I definitely shared mine, I'm pretty sure, in Luke's episode. So the second one is, what was your first competitive fighting game? Which one did you first oh. take seriously? Even if it's not Vampire Savior, which one was it? I'm still waiting for one. <laughs> uh, my first fighting game tournament, well, sure. I guess my first fighting game tournament was for Soul Calibur 2 many, many moons ago. And uh, and then I'm an old, not, but technically I'm an old niner. I got into Street Fighter 4 seriously when it, when it first came out. Actually, before it came out, when it 
because I was my city was one of the lucky ones that had uh, the Street Fighter Four cab. Okay. And, yeah. yeah. What what uh what venue was that? Pinball? Yeah, it, it, it was it pinball. Was, yeah, it was University That's Pinball, it. but it's not called that. It's not called that anymore. Okay. It's called Family Home Center. Well, okay. I mean, oh, yeah, it's generic. Yeah. Let's see. We put the MFC in it. Yeah, Rip University Pinball. And then Aylor's first competitive? Uh, Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter, that's, that's what I figured, yeah. I, I played my it. first impression on him by watching his Able in Street Fighter 4 at Arcade Legacy on a like, projection wall. Dude. Yeah, Arcade, yep. I mean, I remember in a very short period of time, as I started to wane on the game, Aylor's got better and started kicking my ass. So, uh, I didn't get better, better until I started playing Vampire. Yeah. Yeah, Vampire is definitely my real answer. Yeah. All right, and the last one is specific to you and, and Groove Diva. What has living on the East Coast slash living in New York City meant to you fighting game-wise? Like, what has that done for you? New York, you can find anybody to play any game with ever, and it's awesome, except they all kick your ass in it for some reason. Notably, Min, Duke, and Apollo. Dude, but it's fucking great. But I moved down to Annapolis. Baltimore doesn't have shit for a retro scene. I signed up for an Alpha 2 tournament, and only one other person signed up. We just did a first to 10 tournament and the retro weekend. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, he was fucking sucked, too. I'm terrible at that game, but my Charlie 10-3'd him. Anyways. For, for me, for me, uh, I, I had the privilege of having uh, Big E tournaments back in the 2010s. Right. right. Side note, yeah, Groove Diva is Philly, by the way. For anybody listening that doesn't know, Groove Diva is from Philadelphia, but that's still the greater like East Coast scene that I'm including. So you're like an hour away? Two hours away. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah, train? Tra- by train? Drop. Drive? Drive? Okay. Yeah. But nah, I had, yeah. Like, if it wasn't for Big E tournaments, well, back in the, the good, the, when it was when it was actually good, that was dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Man, legends just coming to my doorstep and shit. It was cool. Seeing yeah. seeing Jay Bong for the first time, you know, yipe, you know, and all, the, all and when they were well, that's when he was still in New York. So it was easy for them just to come come down. So I saw I saw all the New York heads. Even I saw uh Triver for the first time in my entire life. And her hearing the drama from hearing all the juicy all the juicy <laughs> stuff. Uh that that shit from um from from old uh, Marvel Two heads in Philly. So. Yeah, I, I definitely want to mention Justin Wong rolled through Columbus one time when we were in Ohio, and both I and Aylaris money matched him. I money matched him in third strike, and he told me to pick his character. I picked Hugo for him, and he still 5-0'd me like it was nothing. And then Zach, who was pretty confident in his magical drop skills, it looked like a fucking calculator versus an abacus. It was like... <laughs> You could not match the speed of Justin versus Zach, no matter what you did I in that game. I thought I was good at that game. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, well, like, he's fast and he doesn't, he also doesn't make mistakes. Like, what the fuck? You know, I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was rough. I don't think it was Jay Wong, but I had a similar experience going to CTF before I knew what a cross-up was. And, like, I played Marvel 2, I didn't know what a chain combo was. I said, play at your own risk. And I was like, nah, nah, I got this. It's, it's cool. And somebody put their coin in and just, like, walked away while he was playing infinite. Because I didn't even realize, like, that was the thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> All right. That was the report from Next Level. We will check in again tomorrow, everybody. Have a good evening out there. Just start. Hey y'all, we're out here in the East Village. We're here hanging with Apollo and Hardbread. 
So I got the same three questions for them that I got for everybody. For uh, I'll go in order here. Duke on my left, Hardbread. What was your first fighting game memory? First like first fighting game memory. Um, there was a video store, like I want to say two or three blocks from my dad's place. Um, I was short as fuck. I, I mean, I'm still short as fuck. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, uh, they would put the crate on the ground, and, like you know, the, the yeah, yeah, right. yep, yep. on the ground, yep. stand up so I could play Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter Champion Edition. I was a kid and I had the same experience. Oh, Stool yeah. or crate, yeah. That was my first fighting game experience, and then. After that, it was just like, yeah, it, th- that was it. After that, I was hooked. I was hooked after that. Let me get, let me get uh, Mortal Kombat and then Champion Edition on Genesis, and then now yeah, okay, like, yeah, that was me. I had, I had to have my dad input the uh, the cheat code to get blood yeah. in those games, so you could get the actual like real fatalities in that game. Yeah, yeah. Martin, first fighting game memory. Uh, I go with arcades first, so. A lot of a lot of spots in uh, uptown Manhattan, like they had a lot of arcades and a lot of pocket spots. So you would have laundromats, like in the hood. There's like a lot of pizza shops, laundromats, and sometimes game stores, and they would all be littered with arcades. So there was this one spot across my middle school. I lived one block away from my middle school, and it was called John's Pizza. It closed down because uh, some drug dealers were using uh, the Cruising World Exotica machine <laughs> to store their weed. So they would do transactions there, but they would they would rotate mad fighting games. And uh, I would be there till like seven, eight o'clock, sometimes nine o'clock, playing uh, fighting games with all those drug dealers. So we would play like Rival Schools, Marvel Two, and the fact that they spent so much time there, they all knew how to play. <laughs> they all had some semblance of mechanics, and it was, it was pretty cool. It was it was really cool. I missed those days, but uh, in hindsight, I was like, God damn, I was like, that shit could have happened. <laughs> and then you go to like. I'm sure you remember this too. It was like uh, house parties. You got that one kid. You walk inside. It's like, yo, we got the video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then what was it? UMK3, MK2, or like Street Fighter World Warrior. And uh, yeah, I remember those days. Those were fun. Bro, I got smacked in the face at my friend's birthday party. <laughs> because he put on UMK3 and I was fucking everybody up. And I just started talking mad shit, but I was just going way too hard for a young, a young man. Yeah, yo, okay, Person okay. Shit. And then his mother smacked the shit out of Random. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't my yo, you got hit by Ma Dukes, okay? Yeah. Yo, like random memory for me that you just unlocked, like core memory. It was a Christmas party, and my dad hosted it for the ROTC, like the Air Force ROTC people on campus, and so they all showed up. And in the basement, we hooked up Super Nintendo Mortal Kombat 2. And I knew how to play Melina in that game because she could just hold like scythe, like a button down, right, and get Scythe. Yo, I went on like an undefeated streak, and her fatality in that game was just hold X. Like on the SN- SNES controller, just hold X and walk up was the fatality. So I would just keep – it was the one where she like sucks all the bones out of you and oh, spits yeah. them out. Yeah. Yep. I would just keep doing that to people over and over and like – yeah, I should have. I didn't know what a money match was, but I regret not knowing at this time. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, on the second question, what was your first competitive game? Like first tournament entered. Um, my first competitive game was Marvel Two. Uh, fucking 
the first tournament I entered was uh, they did a Rambat at Chinatown Fair. And, yeah. And I just, yeah, I just got hooked after that. Like, I think it was, like, Evo 2003. Did I get bodied on two? Nah, I think I went one and two. Okay. I think I went one and two because around that time, I was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chaos Nightwolf. Uh, Baby Wolverine. That was my that was my training partner back in the day. And then, and we used to, and then, he introduced me to Nelson because I didn't. I didn't. He uh, met Nelson before I did. R.I.P. So yeah, man. Remix. Remix. So, so um, you know, he would invite us over to the crib, and his crib was open. Like he would actually like leave his apartment door open, and people would just come through and just play Marvel and shit. Like it was insane. Like that shit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that shit was crazy. It was just like motherfuckers coming in and out to play Marvel. Yeah, that wow. shit was insane. Like, I don't want to blow motherfuckers up, but like, yeah, <laughs> that, that that shit was insane. All right, I'm, I'm sure they stole. They had to have stole. Oh, Martin, first game, first competitive. I mean, when I when I was on the scene, I only played Marvel two. I never entered a Marvel two tournament. I actually have not entered a Marvel two tournament until I went to Evo. That was my first ever real Marvel two tournament. Not lying. Um, but first tournament really was uh, Melty Blood. I played uh, Tinchi's on Blast tournament. Remember that lineup? It was just Street Fighter Four and Melty Blood. I, I know went. Tenshi. Yeah, I know. Tenshi. I went. I went two and two. Actress again on PS2. Yeah, I went two and two, and I lost to. I beat a uh, Rice Man from Boston. Man? Yeah, and uh, I some uh, some VCON no not some Sion player. I remember because I had I pulled out the Arcana Heart two stick. That's when I just had that stick too, and yeah. So I lost to I lost to Fox and Giuna. Ah, okay. Yeah. Wow. That was, yeah, those are yeah F ninety a dive kick fest, dive kick fest, and yes. yeah, and uh, wow. Yeah, I had to leave early to to go to baseball practice, but I was like <laughs> happy enough. Like, holy shit, I finally did it. But that was that game pad. Rest in peace, game pad. God bless New York City is all I'm saying. It is the big look, listen. I know that, but I thought like, <laughs> when they say New York City is the big apple, they aren't kidding, all right? Like <laughs> you see some big apples out there, for sure. <laughs> Bonita Apple Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the final question, third and final question is what has Specifically, you two who have lived in New York City your entire lives, what has living in New York City as a fighting game player meant to you? So, it's really, really, really easy, I think, to take for granted, like, how good we have it here and, like, you know, for how long we've had it good here as a fighting game player in New York because, like, we had so many arcades... Um, so much competition, and then it was like back then it was just like arcades had like pride and shit, right? So like regional, like yeah, like the the the, the regulars, the re- like the arcade regulars were really like defensive of like their spot. So like if somebody came from another spot into their territory, like they had the like they they tried to make sure you didn't get any wins, like. 
they would send their best players at you and shit. Yeah. And like, yeah. 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 They basically wanted you to either, like, never come back or only come back to their spot. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was, yeah. like, super, super competitive. Like the dojo, yeah. It was super competitive. But then the thing was, at the end of the day, everybody ended up at Chinatown Fair. Because, like, a lot of shit started dying down. Like, how it is, like, you know how it's starting to do in Japan right now? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, our started going started out of business. Here, right? Like, yeah. Like, even before COVID, yeah. And then, like, CF was the last one, like, before Next Level, and then eventually, like, iFix and Brooklyn Games. But, like, CF was, like, the mecca, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just, like, you meet so many people, and the the competition is so fucking good. I hear Chinatown Fair is pretty small. Like, think about it. Like, look at, like, people, like, all right, like the way Justin came up, he was just like a random kid that's just mad nice at video games. Like he's not only nice at fighting games; he'll fuck you up and like mad no. drop. Yo, shit yo, like, that. like I was about to say, yeah. like he played Aileris. I was, I think I said this on an earlier part of this podcast, but yeah, he played Aileris, and it was like watching a calculator versus yeah. an abacus. Like that's it was, just insane. <laughs> it was not even close. It's just insane. Yeah, it was insane. Like, I wanted to watch Bunch versus Justin. It was actually. Oh. It's yeah, crazy. Yo, bunch, it was a fuck up. bunch gets mad competitive. I, I, I didn't see that again. That was, you know what? He that, talks mad shit. No, but the thing was that ECT, seeing that, I had, I got Omega nostalgic because it was yeah. like 30 heads, behind, 30 heads behind one cat. That ECT, that was beautiful to see. You haven't seen that in forever. That's why I like running my tournaments like that shit. Like, I, I fuck, see, like, misters are cool, but fuck that shit. I can talk about that shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I met. So many random people both for that shit. Like, yeah, some shit that I can't even talk about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You want to continue that? I'll tell it to you like this. I'll tell it to you like this. There will never be a better feeling when you leave school and every other school pulls up to the same spot and everybody's trying to play each other. That's kind of cool. It is three o'clock hits. I'm like, we all going to John's Pizza because I went to like those like three schools nearby. And all the drug dealers were there too, and all of us would play there. My first bully was at John's Pizza. I'll never forget that because he was like, he was like, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, so my first bully was at John's Pizza arcade. Like arcade bully? No, like no, like, like bully, actual bully. Actual bully. Oh shit! Yeah, so he was this, he was this tall dude, Nirvana motherfucker, smoking cigarette. Dude, he, he looked like shit out of Basketball Diaries. He fucking had the like, <laughs> With the cigarette, flannel shirt, and he was playing Alpha 3, like, mad hard, pressing the buttons. And then there was this one, like, I almost beat him. And then I was like, I wanted to play again. And I was like, what the fuck? It's my turn. And then he held, he pinned me against the wall. Dude was, like, twice my size. I was, like, 13. I was, like, like mad tiny. But, like, yeah, I mean, and Miracle Girl at 16. So. <laughs> but, but, yeah, man, that was, that shit was crazy. I haven't seen him again. I think he went to Juvie. That whole culture yeah, was crazy. We like I remember being like like around. I I told you how I uh, how I met my friend Adrian. No, nope. I told you he was like Probably. I was in high school. Oh, the guy who introduced me to the scene. Yeah. So I didn't get introduced to the scene until two thousand one. Oh yeah. You, you and then he was talking shit to me. Uh, Marvel two. I said let's play for twenty. We go to the bowling alley by Yankee Stadium, and I got fucked up. I got MSP'd. And then he was like, "Yeah, I gotta take you to where I play." So he took me to Chinatown. I was like t- blown away. And then. Yo, I was like, the thing was, I had to lie to my parents all the time to say, like, hey, 
uh, I'm doing stage crew for this play, so I won't be home till like eight, nine o'clock. It's just I wasn't allowed to like travel as a 14 year old kid. I was like, it was in a shady spot in Chinatown. So like, I hear stories about kids riding the train that are just like. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, it's it's just it's like that. It's like that for some kids. So. It was right by the projects. It was there was a lot of degenerates around the area. Like it was not it was not nice. So I would leave like at six seven o'clock. I don't get tight because it'd be mad bodies like coming in. That's when all the good people started showing up. So it's just like Friday nights. Friday nights. Oh my god, it was great. I didn't start cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the. Yo, the salary men who will be picking random and KOF. Oh, they go hammer Super Puzzle Fighter too. Everybody plays Ken there. Nah, but the best, the best is the best is salary men who would actually use the they would like take out their sport coat, and use that, put it on the two eye cab as a coat rack, and they would just like hit random and fuck everybody up with like a thirty win streak. That dude, yo, everybody was gonna kill. Yeah. Shout out to Chris yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that shit was so fun. They, all the old dudes play ST also. Um, yeah, yeah, recipe shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yo, he organized would, a couple of the third strike tournaments. He wouldn't admit it. I went to. He wouldn't really admit it. Player, really, really good player. Yeah, I beat him. I beat him one game. In ST. He would not admit it. <laughs> and that was in CF, though. That was the thing. It was like a young John Gordon in CF. I even I beat Justin one game too in uh, third strike. But that was like he picked he picked Yang. Is it dude, still there? It's still there, it's but it's not the same, right? Dude, it's it got like, a fresh. So we, me and dude, fresh coat. It's dude, just like we went to we we were drunk. Nah, boss, ain't got anything. Sorry, boss. Sorry. Man, this shit is like fucking two hundred dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, China. I've heard like Chinatown Fair is like a proving ground for like all fighting game stuff. No, nah, but it was like. It was just crazy. Put the coin. Everybody respected the God damn. But anyway, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the last time we walked in there. Me and Duke. It was like four in the morning. We were leaving this like bar, having a drunk walk because we had to walk it off. We were both like fucked up. And I was like, "Yo, we're kind of by Chinatown Fair, so let's walk inside." It was still open. My guy, it was the worst. First of all, like Chinatown Fair had this like dark black and like of course dark black is black, but like dark red. It's like a black and red paint. Yeah. And they cut. It's like a like a lavender. Very so, muted colors. Yeah, very muted color. And then I was like, "Where are the fighting games at?" It was like Mad Rhythm Games. We saw the the Pandora's yeah. Cab. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen like shots of like, I, like I can't do DVR that. And but, other stuff in the arcade, yeah. but the shit that hit me was when we saw the Tiffany lamp at the ceiling. I was like, I gotta leave because like I looked at that lamp. It was like that lamp's been there forever. So that was like one of the original things that was there. I was like, yeah, I got to leave. I almost, I almost seared up. Dude, I was that, that was the spot. I didn't go back until I was like 18. They had an initial D. That, remember when Arkham Heart 2 was there? Yeah. You could not play. That game was. Yeah, everybody that, played uh, that shit. They would do money matches on Arkham Heart 2. Like Andre, yeah. like Bison player, Jago, Twisted Jago. Was yeah. A really good Arkana Heart player, I heard. Yeah, yeah no, Twisted Jago, Justin. I actually like, I like Arcana Heart myself as well. No, but just, Justin, yeah. Justin, Noel Brown too, where they were also yeah, very good. Yeah. Like, Andre, Andre. The, uh, 
The um. Oh, you haven't seen that? Oh, we gotta show you. That's a relic. Um, just. I got wait. You really never saw the Get High for Arkham Heart Three video? No. Oh my god! I'll show you that video. That's that's. See, here's the thing about here's the thing. Also, I'm tired about this SGC. They can't meet. It's not funny. It's like it's like quick like quick jabs. It's like back then when like people would like spend like three days to make a YouTube video. It's just like be funny as fuck, and people would talk about it for months on end. Because <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Like, I'll, I'll wrap it up here in a second. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, like, I'll tell you this one. The last tournament at Chinatown Fair was an Arkham Heart 3 Vanilla tournament. And it happened in Chinese New Year. So I get kind of emotional when I'm like Chinese New Year in Chinatown. Because that was when the... Remember? It was Dai ran that tournament. TSB. We were playing off that one cap. Oh, was Dai Endo? So it was... I show up. And the first person I had to play was Duke. But he shows up mad late. So was it, then, wait, was it GG? No, it was Arkham Heart 3. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so this, this, is, this is funny. It's funny. It's funny. So we're, we're playing, right? I mean, we didn't, we didn't play, but Jago goes up first. And it was four straight rounds of timers. So Jago, was, Jago plays Clarice, and he had to play this uh, Mr. Wet player, who all they did was ran, run away. And then as soon as it was over, Jago was, got up and talked mad shit right on the other side of the crowd and the dude was standing right there he's like yo this dude's garbage why the fuck you spent four hours running away mad shit and the dude just sat there looking sad and he lost mad annoying wait was that the bike or the yeah, car that's, that's like the bike okay that bike was that bike was running on <laughs> IBS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we almost we almost DQ'd Duke, right? And then um, I was feeling myself because I won my first tournament. Like the they had a, they ran a Andy ran a tournament. Oh at yeah, that's that that tournament was that was the too. first Arcana tournament I ever entered, and I won that shit. Oh, oh, Motherfuckers yeah. was trying to money match me. I was like, nah, I gotta go home. <laughs> it was at a jazz club, but rest in yeah. peace, Fat Cats. It's gone. You know, it's you know it's Cellar Dog now, right? Cellar Dog now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was it called before? Oh, wow. Fat Cats, Fat Cats but now it's Cellar Dog. Yeah. It was a jazz. Okay. It's the same shit. Yeah, it's the same shit. Yeah, but yeah, but it was a jazz club and a pool hall. Yeah, and it's yeah, we played there. It was really, it was really cool. But now it's Cellar Dog. It's, it's the same yeah. shit. No, it's we got, got, we got it's got jazz. Yeah. It's jazz pop. But anyway, so what happens is Duke shows up. And then I was like, yo, we're about to DQ you, but you're here. But I'm going to tell you right now who you got to play. So if you beat me, you got to play Executioner, Zach Shinar. And this yeah, was yeah. That, that was the, after he told me the story about him having a 136 win streak in casuals and going to take a nap, coming back up and winning straight again, right? Yeah. Our punishment was we had to carry his VLX stick home, like, on the way home, and it's mad fucking cold. That stick is made out of straight metal. Just, yeah, yeah. I, I, we I had to take it. turns carrying it. I sold my stick. I sold we, that we stick to Ben Fong. Basically, we were the, we were yeah, the stick yeah, carrying yeah. team. I've yeah. done that at a tournament. Carried somebody else's stick in my bag and just giving myself like a lumbar hernia. So, yeah. Here's the funny thing. So, this, again, this is Vanilla Arcana Hard 3. So I said to him, you either got to play Zag or you can play Rogue Yoshi and Losers. He's like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, you play Rogue Yoshi. I'll play Rogue Yoshi. So Rogue Yoshi played Scholar Rock Plant. Vanilla Scholar Rock Plant was the most unfair shit in human history. Like, 
Which game is this? Sorry. Arcana Heart. Arcana Heart. Yeah, I played. I played. Yeah. Plant Arcana. Yeah, I played. Which game is Skull Rod? Skull Rod. Like she had the pigtails. Yeah. She wore like a lot of leather. She had chains. Okay, I'll have to look her up again. It's been. She was an Arcana 3 character. Okay, Arcana 3, okay. Yeah, but yeah, but vanilla version. She was obnoxious because she could just do like far B into plant all day. And you just gotta sit there and eat that shit. And the plant was like the vine that was like yeah. a full screen, yeah, yeah, like yeah. reach, like yeah, track. real. It's not even like, there's a gap, but it's, it's it frame tracks. So it's just like, you try to press a button, it'll be counter hit, and you just get a free. You just gotta hold that shit. Yeah. So he, he goes and loses 2 0. And then I play Zach, and then he just sits there and goes, What's up? I got du- double perfected the first game. Second game, I Zach's did did okay. Yeah, Zach was way too good. So I was like, fuck. Yeah. And then, uh, Wynn Catherine. Yeah, Catherine. Yeah, Wynn Catherine. Catherine. So then, next I had to play Die, who also played Catherine. So I was like already like pissed off. I lost to this bullshit. And then I played Die again, who was like, you know, he just doesn't give a fuck. He'll just press whatever. And Catherine, you can get away with that. So then, I was like, Yo, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I went one and two. Uh, an unintentional one and two. That was the last tournament. That's All right. I li- the last tournament at China Hound Fair, Arcana Heart Memories, here in New York City. Yo, shout outs to the NYC scene. I've been here for about a week and really been enjoying myself, hanging out with all the fighting game community members. And yeah, so check us out, Feed Us a Pod. Uh, we got more interviews, like, you know, as we do this more often, we'll try to get. You know, more interviews with all the heads in the scene for sure. Like, yeah, it's been wonderful chatting with everybody. And yeah, take it easy. Yeah. Yeah, we could go for days. It's like a, it, it's like if you, I am, I'm just recording ambiance right now. For the Phoenix of Pod, this is the Phoenix of Pod right now. For Luke's podcast, I'm sending in my audio file. Phoenix, 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 Phoenix. Apollo himself. On record. When he runs for office, I'll use this to blackmail him. Yes. I love Mission Hill. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the character. Yo, yeah, we're here at Next Level, enjoying the vibes. Everybody's playing Beast Set. We're having a good night. Uh, Sketch was here, but uh, he just went home. He's getting ready for a big day tomorrow, which we're going to record parts of. But you'll see when we you hear the next episode. But for now, enjoy... The ambiance of yawning and vampire savior. It goes hand in hand, really. We all just play real vampire hours. We're about to go to Korean barbecue, so stick with us.
place the money on the cancer. And I'm like, bro, this shit is free as fuck. You just gotta like unplug it. of Korean barbecue in a bit. I'm at next level. It's been a great time. We've been having fun, chilling. The vibe is great. We're in the basement. We're playing Vampire Savior. Exactly where you should be when you play Vampire Savior. You're hearing two different cabs at once. All right, we'll probably check in a little bit later when we go out for food. I'm going to sign off for now, but... Test one, two. Next level interviews. Test one, two. All right, we're back here at Next Level Arcade, and I've got D-Bus with me, one of Long Island's only vampire saviors that I know, vampire savior players that I know of. If you can name a few more, but please give me those. Sure, sure. On it now or later. Uh, we have Nap. We have Mixup. Uh, I know we have D Guy. Uh, Nap is a BB Hood player. Uh, Mixup plays Fish, and D Guy plays a pretty solid Lilith. They don't come out to too much, but I get them to play whenever uh, I bring my setup or my mess there. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So my first question for you, that I've asked everybody, is what is your earliest first fighting game memory? Like, uh, so my first fighting game memory ever. I was probably like, oh gosh, this is. Where am I pitching this? The year might be slightly wrong, but let's just say late 90s. Uh, there was an AMC bowling alley uh, in the town that I lived in in Long Island, and uh, they had a small like arcade cubby is really what you could call it. They had maybe five or six games, and uh, the first fighting game I ever remember seeing was Marvel vs. Capcom 1. Uh, I looked at the character select screen. I'm like, well, I know two characters. I know Mega Man, and I know Spider-Man, and uh, like I played it. I had no idea what I was doing. I was hitting all the buttons. I'm having the time of my life. Uh, what I will add is that uh, now, like years later, when I was more into fighting games and everything else, um, I will say that Marvel 1, like, aesthetically, and, like, it's the only arcade game or, like, fighting game that I'll play the arcade mode for because I still think it's a lot of fun despite everything. The game's super busted, but the arcade mode is perfect. It's <laughs> just long enough. It's really pretty. It's very eye-catching. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, even though, like, it's a busted-ass game, I still have a huge appreciation for it, uh, just on an aesthetic level, on a casual level, and high-level play is funny, too. Uh, play Double War Machine because it's funny. 
Well, yeah, double gold war machine or one war machine, one gold war machine. Okay. Hell yeah. No, MVC one, one of my earliest fighting game memories as well. I loved that game, even though I, I had no idea what I was doing. But yeah, the simple fact that you could pick Mega Man was just all the appeal I needed for that game. And the, the soundtrack is pretty good. So, okay. The next one is second question. What is your earliest competitive? What is the first basic competitive fighting game you took serious? Oh, uh, absolutely. Street Fighter four. Uh, I had recently quit okay. world of Warcraft. Uh, like it was, <laughs> it was the, uh, patch, uh, before they added, uh, looking for dungeon and they added old I like in wrath of the Lich. King? Yeah. That's when I quit. Same. I was, I was, a, I was, I was a day one. Uh, <laughs> most people don't know, uh, my like world of Warcraft history, but I was total fucking shithead. You know, I was fucking like 13 or 14 and just kind of, yes. you know how like every no. server had a, that guy, I was that guy. Uh, I'm not quite. I wasn't quite on that part, but I was getting there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. I know. I know what you mean. So I had, like I was end of high school. I had quit WoW. I was like, well, like starting community college or whatever. And I was just kind of looking for something different. WoW PvP didn't really interest me. It's like, oh no, I caught your cooldown. Oh, like the meta of PvP at the time was not interesting yes. to me. Um, yeah. I'm sure that there were things about it, but I just was ignorant. But any case, uh, and I was looking for something new to do. And uh, my, the person I was dating at the time was really into fighting games, and they were like, you should play fighting games. So like it was probably around right before. Street Fighter 4 came out around that same time. Had played stuff on Kylera at the time. Okay. Yeah, so like just dabbling, like still learning to throw fireballs and stuff. And then Street Fighter 4 came out, and I'm just like, well, that was perfect. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, all right, sick. So I got a PS3. Uh, I was like playing the games for a couple oh, months. PS3 version. It was, <laughs> listen, the first local I went to had setups on the 360 and the PS3. Everyone, yeah. We were playing on half CRTs, half leggings, oh, yeah. televisions. Nobody, Nobody knew, knew what was happening. Yep. But um, so like I'm like six months into playing fighting games and I'm like, well, you know, like I really like these games, but like if I can't play them in person, I don't really have any like online wasn't really great then. Uh, and I was just like, you know, like this is fine, but I have no interest. And I find SRK and I find a post that there's a local literally down the road from my house uh shout out to mr bisonopolis shout outs to brad uh I missed... bisonopolis i remember that name yeah uh yeah. like i went to my first local uh, i did terrible i'm pretty sure i went one and two or oh and two or whatever yeah uh, but you know i went to my first local i had a great time and um he doesn't play fighting games anymore but at the first local i went to a uh, gentleman named kenny he has since moved to i believe florida uh has a wife and kids and all that but Sitting on the left-hand side, I remember going in the basement, and he had brought his Japanese PlayStation 2, and he's never met the guy before, still very new to fighting games, he's like, you should play this game with me, and it was Vampire Savior. He introduced me to Vampire Savior and Hokuto no Ken at the first level <laughs> I ever went to, okay. which, uh, you know, we're uh, a nice 14 years removed from that, and uh, those are two of my favorite fighting games. Awesome. Uh, I didn't consistently play V7 at that point, because I didn't really have the means to, or, you know, I was still playing Street Fighter 4 a ton, yeah. but um, kind of, I had always dabbled with old games, because that's what I was introduced to first. And then after Street Fighter 4 kind of ended, I kind of, like, when Street Fighter 5 came out, like, I played that game for, like, the first season or two, uh, and I was just like, whatever, and I just kind of peddled more into, well, I played all these old games, let me get back into that, and that's kind of where I've been since. I would always enter, like, Vampire Savior and Super Turbo at any major that I went to. I would never do great, but I knew I liked the game, and I would play it on and off probably for the entirety of, like, you know, 20, like, 11 to, you know, uh... 2016 2017 and then around 20 like 18 2019 i started like playing the game more and i was like i really like this i want to do more than just going and kind of playing and not practicing and then you know leading up to like covid and everything else i had spent more time with it uh in 2020 i was really planning on going to makai and i was super 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 yeah. excited I was like, all right, I'm going to go on my trip. This is going to yeah. be great. And I think it was the week of uh, Makai. Yeah, Everything yeah. shut down yep. was that week. And I'm yep. like, damn, that sucks. And then uh, oh, yeah. 
now we're, uh, you know, three years removed from that. And I picked up all the things I had planned to do in 2020 this year. Yeah. Uh, I went to Mackay. It was great. I drove. I probably never do that drive again. Uh, it was <laughs> a rough fly but, next time. Yeah, it was, it was a rough 12 hours. Same boat. Yeah, I would never uh, drive to New York City. I would fly. Yeah, uh, but, you know, I went to Mackay this year. Um, I placed far better than I could have ever hoped. Um, I went to Combo Breaker and I placed just about how I'd want to. And I'm kind of closing out my competitive year in Vampire at ECT next month. And, awesome. uh, like, I'm happy with, like, I'm perfectly cool with the results I got this year. Uh, one of the most important things, and I think I mentioned it to you earlier, uh, that uh, Kyle W. Kyle, uh, you're the best. I love you. I hope you listen to this. Uh, anyway, hooray. <laughs> he uh, let me know early on that, you know, character I play, Morgan, she is not a great character in the scheme of bastards that exist in a Vampire Savior. Or as MBG has labeled them in the Vishamon Guide, fuckers. Yes, there we go. <laughs> So, you know, if I have a bad tournament placing, that's okay. And I yeah. think hearing that early on and like, you know, my real quote unquote competitive experience or really trying to travel more for this game in the United States, like I think that was very important to hear. So even though my results have been good this year, they might not be good this year. They might, or next year, they might not be good at East Coast Throwdown, but like, that's yeah. okay. I'm also at a point in my fighting game career where like, I love these games so much and like, yeah, I'm upset when I lose, but like, I'm not mad. Like, I'm really just happy with yeah, uh, like Abby wisely said in an episode, don't tie your sense of self-worth to these things. Like, it's not... Yeah, it's not... Like, you know, like, I'll lose... what it's about. Like, I'll lose and I'll say fuck, but, like, I'm not mad. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I didn't win the but match, but I'm over it. Like, there's I remember... no multi-thousand dollar tournaments in VSAV, right? Like, you're not playing for big bucks over here. You're playing for pride. Yeah, and, and, like, I love the game. I love everybody that I've met in this community. Like, you know, I went to Makai, and it was a lot yeah. of, like, meeting you you for the first time. A lot yeah. of the other Vampire Savior people, a lot of the VMP people, and people just treated me like family. And I yep. never, like, you know, I first We're time really... Yeah, and like, you know, I've mostly just played against people on Fightcade or just, you know, kind of talked in passing on Discord or on Twitter or whatever. And everyone just, you know, it's been such a lovely time playing this game. Uh, I can be quoted as saying, like, I'm so happy that I've kind of made this my forever game. Like, uh, I don't, like, new fighting games come out, Street Fighter Six came out, I've played it for a couple weeks, I'm cool with it, it's fine. But, like, I'm so happy that I just can always go back to this game no matter what. Like, even if I, like, don't keep actively practicing, someone ever asked me to play Vampire Saber, I'm never going right. to, you know, like, I, I love yep. it. I love it to pieces. Yeah. and uh, Same really just you know i want to introduce more people to it i know like the initial learning curve for this game can be rough for a lot of people but i really do think it's worth it to uh, get over that hump and uh you know just play the game okay all right so last question i had was what to you has living on the east coast specifically or new york city adjacent meant to you and your fighting game journey uh, you kind of alluded yeah, sure. So, I mean, like, uh, the Long Island fighting community has had probably its ups and downs of the time that, like, I've been a part of it. Like, you know, highs and lows and all that. Like, uh, things are very much on the mend now uh, due to a lot of good work on people on Long Island. But conversely, like, you know, Long Island, it's a lot of younger people now. A lot of people, you know, that I knew or met when I Same first got into the scene man. have kind of moved on or doing yep. other things. You know, yep. they have other things going on in their life, and I understand We get old. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just a thing that happens. Life happens. So, like, for me, on a local level, like, you know, I'm the person who's bringing old games to locals. It's like, hey, come play this. Like, that's what happened to me, and it changed my, you know, yeah. whole perspective and journey I with these games. Know. Like... Combo breaker, you were breaking out like EX2, weren't you? Yeah, EX2 plus. I was sitting in the lobby. Any yeah, yeah, just like please come play. Like uh, set up adventures of Little Ralph at Makai, and we we're like, what is this? Final Fantasy Nine jump rope? Like that's just. So you say it probably overall exposed you to just this wider range of games and experiences. Yeah, you just games, experiences, people. Like I've met people that I would have probably never met otherwise that I can absolutely call some of my best friends. Like fighting games are truly one of the best things to ever happen to me. Like by and large. And, like, the New York City crew is a different style crew, but once again, they treat me like family, they're happy that I'm here, yeah. like, 
even when I was not great at Vampire Savior, people would always give me tips on things that I shouldn't do. No one was ever, like, mean or rude to me. Like, yeah. you know, people like, oh, you know, like, New Yorkers are kind of rude. It's just like... No, they're not. They are, but they're not. Like, yeah. they, they mean well. But, exactly. Like, like, the, it's the, not the, the advice... It's not a personal slight against you. It's to improve you as a person so you can fall in. Exactly. With everybody else. But I yeah, get it. But, you know, like, everyone here has, you know, watched me come to the next level on and off for, like, you know, seven, eight years, and I've become a much better player at this game due to, you know, in part of the wonderful community that we have here, and, uh, like, I'm forever thankful for that, like, that, that rules, like, I couldn't ask for anything better. Awesome. Well, that's all I had to ask you, man. It was great, like, interviewing you. Thank you so much for giving me your time. I'm having a blast here at Next Level. I'm watching somebody get a fade right now. Hell yeah. I won't say who... I won't say who's giving it, and I won't say who's getting it, because I I mean, I know one, I know one player in this matchup, but, uh... (laughs) Other than that, yeah, I mean, it's pretty awesome here. Like, we're, we're cranking drum and bass downstairs. I see somebody from Columbus, I'm pretty sure, so I'm about to go talk to them. Pretty sure I see Rakay, but again, D-Bus, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, get home safe, man. I will. All right. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I am here at my hotel with Zerp, uh, a founding founding member, not really of 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 what <laughs> in Virginia. Um, but yeah, he's from the DMV area, and he is here with us again for Sketch's wedding. It was like we all hung out last night and got partied on well into the wee hours of the morning, but we're still alive. We went out to Manhattan today and had a good time. But yeah, uh, Zerp, uh, introduce yourself. Uh, you are from where and play what? <laughs> oh, geez. Well, I'm Zerp. Uh, playing, I'm an 09er, dirty 09er. Obviously, I've been, I play a little bit of everything, dabble here and there. Street Fighter 4, obviously. Tekken, Blaze Blue, KOF, a lot of anime games, Arcana Heart, tried VSAV a little bit. You just, it's like you play a little bit of everything, right? You play a little poverty games, play all the modern games here and there. Um, so the questions I've been asking everybody, what was your earliest fighting game memory? Like the first, it could have been an arcade, home console. What's that first fighting game thing that sticks out? Oh, easy. I mean, this doesn't really apply the same to like Americans, but like I grew up with Street Fighter on the Super Famicom in Taiwan. Okay. So every time when I was four, it's the earliest I can so remember. You were born in Taiwan? I was you? born in the States. Oh, you're born in the States. Yeah. Okay. But I would go back and see the family uh-huh. during the summer vacation, right? And then we would just have the Super Famicom, Super so Nintendo cool. hooked up and just playing Street Fighter 2 yeah. on the on Super Nintendo, right? Yeah, but yeah, on the completely other side of the right. world, well, a lot of us had a similar experience too of playing Super Turbo, you know, not Super Turbo, but yeah. It's funny for me because it's like I'm in that weird age gap, 09er, yeah. slightly younger than you, uh-huh. where I didn't really get the arcade experience, especially my parents at all want me going to the arcade because they hear all these stories from Taiwan. They're like, oh, arcades are dangerous. Don't go, don't go, don't go. They're half so, right. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're half right. They're half right. Uh, so, yeah, I just played a lot of Street Fighter on just my awesome. cousins and family. Okay. What was, so I, I think you alluded to it, but what was your first competitive fighting game? Street Fighter 4. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that brought out everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, it's right. how I know you. I know most of the Ohio scene. Yep. Uh, what? competitive yeah street fighter 4 and then and right on 09 like as soon as it came oh, out right out yeah it's like yeah let's did, just do this did you go living in the dmv area did you go to xanadu a good yeah, yeah 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 okay. like i'm friends with the guys that 
opened it oh, okay. and ran it. And like it, we all started out uh, when I started playing fighting games in the DMV area, 2009, we st- started going out. I looked on SRK for like locals, saw Devil Jin, uh-huh. right? On SRK, it was like, yo, we were having little sessions at this one spot. I forgot what it was called. But then, you know, you start meeting people. I was yeah. like, oh, this is cool. And then start going to small tournaments, C3. Uh-huh. And then Xanadu wasn't around yet. And then just like, oh, hey, this big thing coming up called NEC in Philly. You should come out. I'm like, okay. And you just start meeting people. And then all the people on RSC at the time, you'd be like, oh, shit, you're going to this. Right, 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 right. Oh, man. That's a callback. Okay. Yeah, I figured tour was like your foray into competitive. But yeah, you've been here ever since. And now you're like us where you kind of you work in the shadows. You work yeah. Evo. You kind, of, you kind of you play, but you dabble in a lot of the other avenues, which is great. Um, okay, and the last question, I was asking this more about the New York people. What has the new, being in New York as a fighting game player meant to you? Like, what has the New York scene? Obviously, not from here, but for you being on the East Coast, do you have, like... It's played a huge impact, because there was that time where I was, like, taking fighting games super seriously, and I wanted to play as much as possible. And back then, like, net play was not good. No. No, especially once you start playing other games, like KOF. Yeah, yeah, yeah 13, yeah, it's pretty bad. And then Street Fighter Four is, like not great so and that was when chinatown was still chinatown fair was still around so i would come up on the bus driving up with friends and we would just be like let's go to chinatown fair and let's go play play games there so i like i said i didn't really have the arcade experience growing up so why by the time when street park 4 came out i'm like yo let me catch up and experience arcades before they all that's kind of cool though yeah yeah right before they go right yeah it's kind of cool you kind of got to it probably when you had a better appreciation and more money and time to spend right at the arcade. yeah you know i was always beholden to my parents dollar and time whenever i went to the arcade because it was my babysitter so it's mm-hmm. like yeah that's uh, awesome all right cool yeah that's all i have for you man thank right. you so much so we will get that out and Check out some more of the flop here in a little bit. All right, love you, Luke. <laughs> and I love you too. Thank you so much, Jeff. That's that's wonderful. Um, everybody that was part of this episode, uh, I consider a good and dear friend. And uh, thank you to Adam for interviewing everyone and doing this for the wonderful Fiesta Pod. Uh, so thank you, Adam, once again. Thank you also to Dbus for doing the interview. Thank you to Duke and Martin for their amazing stories as well. Uh, congrats to Sketch for getting hitched. Um, that's absolutely amazing, and I, I love you so much. And uh, yeah, Zerp, uh, thank you. I, I love you too. And and Adam, once again, of course. But thank you, everybody. And uh, until next time, uh, have a nice weekend. Peace. <laughs>